Welcome, listener, once again, to another edition of Footy from the Foot, the podcast coming to you close to the home of football in San Diego, the Bluefoot neighbourhood bar and lounge in the heart of San Diego's glittering North Park. I'm your co-host, Paul Hutchinson, and I'm joined, as is customary right now, by the miracle of the internet, uh, by the director of football at Bluefoot, Rodney Styles. How are you, sir? Um, not too bad this week. I mean, Arsenal won a cup, so it's not been the greatest week, mate, but... <laughs> Yeah, no, that's uh, that's kind of scuppered our plans for Europe and everything. But yeah, um, I'm alive and kicking. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's ruined a lot of people's plans, actually, hasn't it? So, yeah, cheers, Arsenal. <laughs> this week, it's a, it's a special one because we're checking in with all of our supporters groups. And so, uh, uh, Rod and I have uh, spent some time in conversation with, uh, with James, Chris, Simon, Marissa and Christy um, of all the various supporters groups that watch their games at Bluefoot. You'll get to hear all of that and their opinions of how their teams fared in the, in the domestic competitions. We'll also look back at a couple of interesting games uh, at the end of the season and then preview some of the games that's going to happen in Europe and one or two dates for your diary. We've also got uh, any other business and then we'll get out of your way. So uh, yeah, you'll not get to hear too much from us. It's mostly uh, <laughs> everybody else and their opinions of their teams this, this week. We'll, we'll get cracking. And yeah, the, the cause of much uh, chagrin was Arsenal winning the FA Cup. It was yeah. a win. Chelsea was unlucky on a million different levels, in my opinion. Um, terrible injuries, terrible refereeing decisions. Because I watched the game on Zoom with a couple of my friends who are Arsenal fans. And it's funny how view of something is clouded by the, the people that you're watching it with. And that, the, 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 the tackle uh, that leads to the second goal, the Bamiyam's second goal, is, it's, a, it's a naughty one, that from Bellerin, really, I think, isn't yeah. it? And at the time, I did not, it did not register at all. It looked like it was a clean tackle, it was a play on. Yeah, it should perhaps have been brought back. I mean, yeah, there was a lot of decisions that went their way. The sending off as well seemed pretty soft to me. So yeah, it was soft. It was soft. You know, Arsenal won themselves a trophy again. So congratulations to them. And yeah, and then they were very happy. Like my my feed was uh, it was very Arsenal forward um, on uh, on Saturday and Sunday and, and, and Monday and Tuesday. So yeah, <laughs> people still very happy about it. Yes, that was fine, mate. <laughs> um, but uh, Aubameyang took his goal well. He just signed William as well. It's been announced from Chelsea. Ooh. I think that's a good signing. We get into that with Marissa, don't we? So uh, we'll let that. The other game that happened that was um, of significance was the playoff final to get into the Premier League. That was between Brentford and Fulham. Fulham of game promotion. Congratulations to them. Yeah, it was a really cagey 90 minutes, wasn't it? But the extra time was quite good fun. <laughs> it was, yeah. It almost of... like they let their shackles down after that. It was, it was it came off the shackles. It was, it was, yeah, really fun extra time. Incredible free kick. Yeah. Quick thinking free kick, but the keeper, the way he dives after the ball hit the back of the net, is still. <laughs> we're we're going to do an awards end of season awards thing next week, aren't we? And I think maybe we're going to award the Jordan Pickford diving in vain award to the yeah. Brentford goalie for the free kick there. Absolutely awful, wasn't it? Spoiler alert. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, their left back scored both goals. Fulham ended up two nil winners after extra time. I'm just yeah, and they're, they're trying to get a session on. From Tottenham on loan for the season, who are his left back, isn't it? I don't because that kid looked pretty tasty, to be honest. Well, I think they'll play him more as a, um, a left winger, won't they? That's where he played most of his games, I think. For I think yeah, you're probably game. right. I think that'll be a good move for him as well for the year. Yeah. I think he's stalled a little bit under Mourinho, hasn't he? So, 
definitely. What was else was going to say? Yeah, no, just uh, congratulations to uh, Scott Parker as well. It looked like everyone was really chuffed for him, particularly like uh, all the playing staff and coaching yeah. staff were, uh, were, were chuffed for him. Fulham, they play it the right way, so that's, that's good to see. Nice stadium as well. United, I, I actually I genuinely fell asleep during Man United's game against Lask um, yesterday. Um, there were two one winners. I actually missed the, the winning goal. I, like, yeah, we've got two games today. We're, we're taping this little section on Thursday. Rangers are just about to kick off against Bayer Leverkusen and Wolves. They're very really important game against Olympiacos. Currently one apiece in that tie. Okay. Uh, yeah, lockout tournament. And then yeah, get into this yeah get into this tournament. I'm really excited about that. Uh, also, I mean, might not be worth mentioning, but uh, Loyal they had a nil all draw against Sacramento Republic on Sunday, yeah. and are currently uh, top of Group B in the USL. Excellent stuff. Champions League returns tomorrow, Paul. It does, yeah. Shall we uh, get into, uh, have a quick break and yeah, well, let's let's get into having a look at some of the games that are going to happen throughout the week next week. All right, yeah, we'll just have a quick squeeze uh, the uh, at the games coming up on Friday. They start, and you, like uh, you say, Rod, it's um, Champions League starting. Exciting, yeah. There's a couple of cracking games as well. We got Juventus at home to Leon, who are one 0 down to Leon as well. Mm-hmm. And Man City finally hosts Real Madrid, and they're 2-1 up in that tie. So, And Madrid have travelled without Gareth Bale in the squad. Incredible. Been completely dropped, even though they've taken Sergi Ramos, who's banned for the game. <laughs> All right. So, yeah. Wow. More shitosery. What's he going to do? He yeah. got, you've got to think forward to the Euros here, Paul, for Wales. What's he going to do? Is he going to warm the bench and then play in the Euros after a year, 18 months? Good point. I don't know, really. I mean, you'll have to maybe, maybe you can get like a pickup game in Madrid somewhere. Just like, Come you know. back home. Come back home, boy. <laughs> we'll take you. <laughs> boy, oh. <laughs> Do you know what? It's so sad because he would be worshipped at Spurs straight away. They obviously hate him at Real Madrid. Do you know what I mean? I mean, literally hate. He needs to grow up a little bit as well. He's acting a bit of a... Wally. For one of a better term, in my opinion. Yeah. He's getting 650 grand a week, though. He's got a great lifestyle. What's he going to do? You're a long time not playing though, aren't you, Paul? Do you know yes, what I mean? Paul, so he must be on an absolutely massive wedge over there, mustn't he? And so, like, like he's got his health. What more does he want, really? I don't yeah. know. He's yeah. third one. You probably get two, three years out of him. There you go. So, yeah, the Man City Real Madrid tomorrow. It's going to be a cracking game, though, I think. It should be, shouldn't it? And this yeah. is a much different prospect from what it would have been in, in March with Real Madrid actually winning their league and everything. I think. Yeah, they're relaxed now and everything. So, it's, it's going to be really interesting tomorrow. Big time. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that. Which city's going to turn up? They don't have a great record in this competition, do they? But um, no, they, don't. they do have this 2-1 lead, two away goals as well. Um, and yeah. then on Saturday, we've got Bayern Munich versus Chelsea. Bayern Munich are 3-0 up at this point. Uh, I can't see a great deal. And especially with Chelsea having so many injuries, don't really see yeah. And that, that amazes me they sold Williams so, like, before this game. Absolutely balmy. Because, yeah, you, you don't know which Munich they haven't played for a few weeks. Yeah, I think one or two players have really got to step up for Chelsea, haven't they? Um, the likes of Mason Mount and, uh, you know, who are on Saturday for this game, they're thinking of uh, getting beyond uh, yeah. this round. And Tammy's right off the boil now, isn't he? Tammy Abraham. He's, he's, he looks a shadow of the player. Yeah, if he can't score goals in a Chelsea team that's setting him up so often, I think I, that's, that's a worry for me. But everyone hot and cold with uh, Tammy Abraham, I've got to say. Barcelona. Getting back to Villa <laughs> for the new season. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, Barcelona-Napoli looks a great game, doesn't it? One all. Mm-hmm. So that's up. I mean, Barcelona have got no players either. No money, no players. Odd situation. Very odd. 
Yeah, and um, Messi's dad has just bought a house in Milan, so <laughs> who knows, mate? Who knows, eh? <laughs> this is the equivalent of, oh, I've just seen X player at the, at the Reebok. He's about to sign. On Monday, the start of the quarter-final round in the Europa League, we already know that United will be playing Copenhagen on Monday. I want Copenhagen. <laughs> I'm only joking. Well, yeah. I want Wolves to win this competition. So. <laughs> yeah, Copenhagen beat Bakshak Shear. Um, of Istanbul. Yeah. I actually learned how to say that um, this week, so that's nice. Well done, you. <laughs> and then on on Tuesday, this would be when uh, Wolves uh, would play either against Roma or Sevilla. That's mm -hmm. at 12 noon on Tuesday. Then going on to Wednesday, it's the quarterfinal stage of the Champions League. We already know that Atalanta are going to be playing PSG. And then on Thursday, um, IB Leipzig are going to be playing Atletico Madrid. That's those are the games in, uh, that are happening in Europe this this uh, this week. And the fi final game to note is the away leg at Las Vegas Lights for the uh, for SD Loyal again. For all of that, um, tune in with uh, Marissa and the Fairweather Podcast. I'd uh, highly recommend that. Cool. Um, okay. Well, let's take a quick break there, and uh, when we come back, we'll hand it over to all of our supporters groups and uh, we thank them very much for being willing to to join in with us on the podcast all right so yeah first of all we spoke with uh, chris uh, from the sd foxes and talked about leicester's restart <laughs> hello hello my boys how we doing hey <laughs> Just take uh, for the benefit of the tape there. Chris had his uh, mask on, but just just in case he breathed in any Spurs um, germs there, I think probably there was a big day today. Chris, how you doing, by the way? James Vardy has just updated his autobiography, apparently, and um, here it is. No top four, apparently, and <laughs> it's a shame though. It's a shame though, Vardy, because <laughs> it's a shame though, Vardy, because ultimately Vardy's won more trophies. Do you know how long this took me, Chris? Don't even throw it there. Straight in with all of that. So, yeah. There we go. I believe I owe you 10 bucks. By the way, guys, just if you listen on the podcast, that was a gift I gave him for Christmas present, the Jamie Vardy. I've made, made it better. No more top four. Well, I'm, I, I, for one, was sad that you didn't get top four. I think, uh, unfortunately, uh, end of the season. I don't think we deserved it. I, no. Ultimately, it comes, down to, it comes down to the performances post-break, and we just didn't deserve it. I mean, any team that fails to win some of the games that we failed to win, after the shutdown, just doesn't deserve to be in the top four. I don't know whether is it's it a great nil at Tottenham that hurt you, do you think? Well, Tottenham, were, I mean, losing at Tottenham isn't the end of the world. I mean, Tottenham is still a top 10 side. It's more of the. <laughs> Nicely put. It, it was more, it was just more of some of the performances. It, Bournemouth is the biggest example. I mean, yeah. we win at Bournemouth, we finish in the top four. Yeah. To me, that's the craziest. Apart from Watford beating Liverpool, that's probably the craziest. And Norwich, obviously, beating Manchester City. I think that's probably the craziest result of the season. But the Bournemouth game was self-inflicted. We had the... Op and I think that was one of the issues we had moving forward for the break was a lot of the decisions we made were just genuinely bad decisions. There was a fork in the road and we decided to take the wrong fork. At right. Bournemouth, instead of going to kill the game, 
he bought off Inacho, went more defensive with Dennis Pratt, and after Dan Selavi, that's what's going to happen. Been about 15th, I think it would have been post Christmas if it was if the season had started on if the season had started on the Liverpool game. I think we've been 14th or 15th. Yeah, it's turning because I don't feel like we're going to have the funds to do much in You've the market. Got Madison, um, though, haven't you? Till 2024, I believe. Yes, but that's opened Pandora's box because now Caspar is suddenly wanting a move or wanting a new contract because all of a sudden he's not top dog anymore. And he's linked with Man United as well, hasn't he? Yeah, I mean, we're going to have to sell someone, I think. I'm not quite sure who, whether it will be... The, the odds on it's probably going to be Chilwell. Yeah, to Chelsea. I mean, there's rumours that Conte is on the chopping block at Chelsea. So I wouldn't mind seeing some sort of... Let's call son return home plus a few plus a few bits of money for for Chilwell. If it's Man City, then are there opportunities there at centre half that we can get? I'm a big. I don't know if we can just take a. Given that we've got the UEFA Cup next year, I don't know whether we or Europa League. Sorry, I don't know whether we can take just the money. I think we need to have squad depth. So I think money plus player is far more. I think more John Bones would be a good hit for you, wouldn't he? Yeah, he's he's rumoured, but I mean he's a he's a. English lad that's played in the Premier League. So, I mean, the cost is going to be... Yeah, I think he needs to move, though, John Stones, because he's actually a really good player. Maybe. He doesn't get in the England team if he's uh, carrying on the way he is, is he, at the minute? And with the uh, European, oh. uh, with the Euros coming up next summer, he probably wants to play a lot, lot more than he has been doing. So, I think Leicester would be a really good option for him, really. I would say he's compared... I, I just don't know whether what he's got, because he didn't play too much this year, I don't think. It's just tough because Sionchu and Evans had such a great season for us that it's really difficult to break that apart. But I wonder if we're going to change a little bit in the summer and think about getting another defender. To, if Chilwell does go to play more of a three at the back and have a little bit more dynamism in the middle, because we do we do struggle when we go 4-4-2 at times because we too easy to break down and teams will just play a low block and we just don't have the width to go around it. So it was obvious at the Tottenham game. Tottenham was the prime example of that. Tottenham just sat back played the low block, caused us to push forward and then just hit us straight away and three moves. I mean, you can see from a corner in the Premier League, it means tactically you're doing something wrong. And we were just naive to what teams were doing to us post-Christmas. And the, the struggle we have is that you think about next season, there's going to be eight teams that are going to all be better than they were this year. For sure. And Leicester is not necessarily going to... Leicester's going to be fighting with those eight. It's going to be... You've got the top five. You have... Um, Wolves are still going to be up there. You're going to have another surprise team because there's always a surprise team in the Premier League. And then you're going to have us. So we could have a good year next year and finish eighth, which is crazy to think, but it, that's just the way we're going to have to start looking at it. I've heard rumours you're after Danny Ings as well, which I think would be an incredible purchase, actually. I just don't think Danny Ings will come. I just think the money will be too much. And I think he's settled down on the South Coast. I think he really liked it. I think it's his second go around with them. So yeah. I, there, was a, there was a story today about us being interested in that Barcelona winger for 50 million. Which I saw is that, the Portuguese guy. Yeah, ridiculous. Like, yeah. I don't think we have 50 million. There's, Inio there has also been mentioned, hasn't he? Yeah, and then there's the French guy at Celtic who's kind of um, who scored the hat trick at the weekend. Uh, the under twenty one guy, Eduardo, I think his name is. He's he's Brendan Rodgers' apparently favourite youngster. So if I was to be a betting man, I would probably suggest that he'd be up there in our target list. 
interesting cool. i mean it's, it's a weird one really i mean probably in like five years time we reflect on this season like oh yeah we made it into europe but like from the position where you were at the, at the restart it must feel like a weird sort of situation you'd have absolutely 100 taken fifth in uh, fifth place wouldn't you at the start of this season would, oh I yeah i would have bit your hand off but then yeah. we went nine games on nine games on the row and were third for and second and going into the liverpool game and the man city game at christmas well you guys were there at the blue foot and really? we were we were talking about if we win this, there's a chance that we can re we can fight for top spot. I but know. We we crap the bed. It's like, yeah. I mean, it, it's hot, but it's disappointing. It's just more. It's just more disappointing because it reminds you of Leicester. Leicester collapses from years ago. Like if you can go back to Peter Taylor, the year yeah. that we were top of the league and then finished in the bottom half and then got relegated the next year. And I'm not going to say that's going to happen for Leicester, but it just had that same negativity yeah. of just downward spiral throughout the season. Second round of games, Chris, it's almost like everybody understood how you played. Yeah. It was a shock for the first round of games. The second round of games came and people knew how you played and you didn't have the depth of squad to deal with that in a way, did you? True, but we didn't. But ultimately, if you think about who we lost to this year, Bournemouth, Norwich. We, only, we took we took one point off Norwich. I mean, that's crazy. Yeah, and they all seem to kind of never really got a, a, a result against a big team either. And, and when it came to that final day of the season, you're like, even though United, uh, you know, historically big name, you just felt, uh, are we going to pull it off here? And yeah, but, I thought we had them. I thought we had them. I thought we had United, but we never have United. That's the problem. <laughs> but we never win. I mean, it's years. I think Tony Cotty was the last guy to score for us. In the, I think when we won against United, that's how long ago it was. Uh -huh. Fun fact, I'm better at marathon running than Tony Cotty. I, <laughs> I, I overtook him in the, the, the London Marathon when, when I did the London Marathon. Did you have to, did you have to double check? Did you have to like, go ask Tony Cotty? That's Tony Cotty there, yeah. And we, as, as I like, sprinted past him, as you can imagine, really. It's, uh, <laughs> it was like the very like, last half mile and I was absolutely on my knees. But uh, yeah, he was on, on his knees more than I was. So, <laughs> <laughs> so um, but I think, yeah, to, to round off, I think there's reasons to be cheerful though, isn't there? I think, I think the fact that you're in Europe should maybe hopefully attract that level of player for you as well, shouldn't it? You, yeah, I, th I think Wolves are the prime example of what you can do in the Europa League and Premier League. They had a fantastic season and they've, they're now fighting in the Europa League and have got a good chance of getting to the final. I think, I, think, I think the model of what Wolves have done is something that we can base ourselves around. We just have to get off to a fast start next year um, and just build. The key thing is investing and getting some debt this summer. Just in, we're not going to be able to change, we're not going to change the team, but get three or four players in that can just add a bit of depth so when it's Thursday night in the middle of nowhere and then Sunday against Tottenham, we're not putting in average Joe. We're putting in somebody that can actually do a job. Yeah. And I, yeah. we can do that then 100%. If not, there'll probably be a point where some decisions will be had to make about what is the priority for next year. Are we interested in continuing to fight for those top spots in the Premier League or do we just want to have a go and get a European run? So without the squad depth, I think that's the sort of decision we're going to make. But ultimately, yeah, I can't complain. I mean, watching Leicester in Europe is still gives me a buzz because it's something now, this is only what the fourth time I've seen Leicester in Europe in supporting. Oh. It's going to be fun. I mean, 
It's going to be busy on Thursdays, by the way, isn't it? Like Spurs and Arsenal as well. And... Well, I was about to say, Rodney, it's going to be, there's going to be some contentious Thursdays, isn't there, in the bar? Uh, yeah. <laughs> Arsenal, Tottenham, it's going to be fun. <laughs> it's going to be fun. <laughs> I think we should do an online bet as well. Who's going to finish higher next season? We should do another $10 bet, Tottenham and Leicester. I think so. Well, yeah. I mean, it's every year it's easy money for me. So I'm not, oh, like, why would I? I mean, I, why, why, it, buys, I it, buys me my first, it buys me my first beer in the Bluefoot when we're back. So I'm always fine with that. I can't wait to present it. It was closer than you thought, though. Good little quits, by the way, on that. Yeah, it's kind of it's good. Well, I mean, no, I'm going to present it with the $10, Paul. I, yeah, I, think, I, think from a, I think from a Tottenham standpoint, I think the, you only can get better. <laughs> All right. Well, I think we'll, uh, we'll we'll leave it on a high note then. There, I think that's. Uh, thank you, Chris, for your time. Really appreciate it. It's good to see, good to see you, Chris. Your face. And, you uh, too, boys. Can't wait to see you in the flesh sometime soon. Yeah, I know. It'll be nice, yeah. won't it? <laughs> it will be nice. Uh, yeah. Take care, and uh, yeah, just look after yourself. Bye. You too, boys. All right. Take care, lads. Okay, um, yeah, thank, thank you to Chris for being so willing to do that. Uh, next, we'll hear from Christy, who we joined during, um, during cocktail hour. So, yeah. <laughs> so, here's, here's Christy. Hello. Cheers. Yes. Well, I was not, not, to, not to be outdone. I thought, well, I'm going to make myself a little martini whilst <laughs> Perfect. He's got two. But, um, here he is. Look, is it from nowhere? Sorry. <laughs> what are you doing, babe? Cheers. Good. How are you? Cheers, there it is, it's in frame. What are you drinking, Paul? I just mixed myself a martini, I was saying before, so. Of course you did, old boy. Rodney, what are you drinking? What am I drinking? I'm drinking a Pinot Grigio from Italy. Ooh, fancy. Um, And ask what's in the the, the cocktail. Just an elderflower gin and tonic. Oh, lovely. Thank you uh, for, for uh, again to uh, agree to be doing this again. It's uh, um, nice to see you. And uh, It's my pleasure, nice to see you as well. Yeah, we'll talk about how City have uh, gone on. Went into the restart second and, uh, and ended up second. And yeah, kind of what we expected. Could have had an FA Honestly, if we could have swapped around the uh, the two the two Arsenal matches, I would have been really really happy. Oh, I can't believe you lost to them in that semi final. Broke my heart. Oh. Thank you. Way, I'm broke glad my you're holding up. I'm glad you're holding up after Silver left. Still have a game to play at least. Um, you do. You See do me on you. Friday evening if we don't beat Real Madrid. I'll be the woman lying on the floor crying inconsolably. <laughs> so. Felt like a bit of a transition going to more towards Foden in all of this, didn't they? That was exciting. Yeah, it is. It's totally exciting. I'm continually impressed with him. He looks I, like he's very hyped, but I think he's managing to live up to it. I was about to say, no he, he, looks like, um, he looks like a player that England rarely produce really he, he seems very kind of like spatially aware and a real sort of tactician and I, I, it's really exciting i've got to Did say you go down the road to gaza with that paul i i put i see him almost more technical than than gascoigne really That's I what I mean, though, but you see him in that sort of role that he can do something out of nothing yeah i think so and the, at the end of the day he's only 20 just turned so exciting and in the position no. he plays he could go to like 34 no problem i mean let's face it Silva is 34 and is leaving us now and most teams would be more than happy to have him still in the shape that he's in so we'll see I mean barring injuries he could really really last and be fantastic for hopefully City for a long time but for England as well. Obviously second isn't what uh, Pep wants to be uh, next time round. No. What what do you think um, needs to happen? Is there anything that you've seen that needs to change? 
yeah, there's totally something that needs to change. We need to strengthen up the back line. As long as we can keep going forward, great. But the thing that really screwed us for the middle season, and we can't have one person carrying the black back line. Mm-hmm. I, we need to do a little bit of business, and, and hopefully the whole Ake deal comes through, and we'll see how he fits in. But I mean, that's our big Achilles heel. You think about the AK deal. Are you happy with that? I mean, it's all stupid money at this point. I don't. This is a place where it's hard for me. I am not one of the the John Stones haters. I think that he's got a lot of injury problems and he needs constant play to play at a level. Um, The one thing we haven't really seen this season is he hasn't had a lot of time with Emmerich Laporte. The two of them partnered really well last season when they were allowed to. And with Laporte being out, for most of the season and then with stones being injured and very much down in the pecking order when things came back i if we can hold on to him that would be great see how he fits into the mix i think that otamendi is done and i think it's time for otamendi to be done he's been a great servant to the club but he's getting up there in age and his judgment has never really improved i mean he just does rash stupid things Right. late in matches and costs us matches. So, and I'm hopeful that we can hold on to Eric Garcia because since the restart, he's been terrific. He's 19. Who knows what he's really going to turn into? Yeah, but he's but, had a good string of games and it'd be really nice to hold on to him and see what he can do. Yeah, Barcelona are sniffing around, aren't they, at the minute, which is uh, what they tend to do. And, well, obviously, your season isn't actually done, is it? You're in the, the Champions League and you've got uh, Real Madrid, uh, the second leg of that tie. Real Madrid on Friday afternoon. I, it'll be interesting to see how things change. We were going at them with real momentum before the break, but they've since gone on to win their league, and that's obviously going to give them a little bit of a, a boost. Our, our restart was so much better than our original portion of the season was that it's anybody's game. Yeah. It, was, it felt like a bit of a microcosm, really, of your season, where you absolutely blew teams away but also didn't look even sort of interested in, in some games as well and lost some odd games as well you know like the Arsenal game for example yeah we just... never seemed to really get started in that game at all yeah I it just it was hard to watch yeah and who knew that uh, David Louise had that in him by the way I mean no one could have printed that <laughs> let's be honest so well, I made a point, I think, on the first podcast that I think City were going to lose company as a coach in the dressing room and on the pitch. Do you think Pep mm-hmm. dropped the ball when he didn't replace him? I, I think that we really did need a strong defender to be signed last year. I think that this is happening a year too late. I think that we would have been a lot more threatening if we had had a stronger, more commanding okay. player to slot into that spot when Laporte went out injured so early in the season. I think it yeah. hurt us across the board. I think so as well. And with no backup there, it was impossible already, wasn't it? And as much as I love David Silva, and you know how much I love David Silva, <laughs> I think he's a good captain on the pitch. I don't know how much of an inspiring figure he is in the dressing room because he's such a quiet, subdued human being that yeah. I can't really see him ramping no. the crowd the way that the company was good at doing. Like leads by his example. What do you think the prospects are then? Somebody think I, the tournament situation might play against you in, in some ways. I don't know. but I mean, if we yeah. get through and into this thing, I really don't think that make any predictions because we've never score. And I mean, it's it's going to be really weird and really interesting. I'm taking it one game at a time. I'm a little superstitious and I just all focused on Friday, just getting through Friday. <laughs> Bless you. Very good. Yeah, well, that's it, I think. Uh, and it's at home, aren't Lovely. you? At home, so. 
And you're not playing Tottenham with the VAR either. Yeah, so it's good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, getting gubbed again by that. So yeah. Sorry, Grizzly. Uh, so I've been trying to like Cheers. I've been trying to leave all of these conversations on like uh, reasons to be cheerful for, for Manchester City. What's positive regarding being a, a City fan these days? Almost everything is positive being a City fan these days. <laughs> I mean, yeah, we came in second. Uh, we managed to hold on to a lot of the records that we've set in the last couple of years. It was a bit of a bobble, but I mean, for God's sake, you watch them play, and I don't know who else I would want to be a fan of. I mean, honestly, it sounds <laughs> terrible. It's beautiful to watch, and I mean, yeah, we're going into a bit of rebuilding, but we've got a really smart manager mm-hmm. who, yeah. he's he's a bit divisive. People either love him or they Talking hate about him. about Mourinho? Doesn't get on with him. <laughs> I, two sides of a different coin there. <laughs> Both of them, you know, either it's a love-hate thing with players has been what I've seen anyway, and it seems like more players love him than hate him, but the ones who he doesn't mesh with, he really doesn't mesh with, and they're out of their fast. I mean, it'll be interesting to see what he does now that all but one of our long time that's not fair. Fernandinho's very important as well. But I the one last of, the of our iconic on first name on the team he's like the first name yeah. on the team sheet. Oh god, yeah. 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 I and mean, he's so reliable and so defendable. He's also almost thirty six years old. Hmm. So nice, so, you know, uh, there's only so much longer he can last. And I'm sure that this is probably our last year with Aguero. Everyone else from that iconic 11-12 season is gone at this point. It's sort of Pep's time to really make this right. all his own. Oh, if I could just jump in again about Harry Kane, I think he would be the ideal signing for you guys. As much as he would hurt me. <laughs> you want to get rid of him? No, I, I don't want to get, but like as a purely person who doesn't follow a team, I think if Harry Kane was to go to your club, it would lift both parties. If that yeah, makes sense. I think that it would I be lovely. I don't think he'd ever come to us, but I think that he would be a really interesting. I don't think he'll go this season after, after. You know, Aguero leaves. Yeah, I wouldn't be too sad to see him go to Man City because I know he'd score a lot of goals and he's been a great servant. So I'd like to come see him to do the dark something. side. We have cookies. <laughs> as long as it's not Arsenal, I'm all right. <laughs> There you go. <laughs> yeah, City. Lovely. Are, yeah, good side to watch, aren't And uh, yeah, so um, yeah, rooting for City. They're about the the only English hope Thank left, you. I think, in the Champions League, aren't they? So with Chelsea, well, Chelsea being, are uh, still there, Paul. Chelsea are still there. Chelsea are still. And yes, well, I think we'll draw it to a little bit of a conclusion there. And uh, perfect. Yeah. Lovely to chat with you as always, guys. Thanks very much. It's great to see you. And nice seeing you in time. person. Bye, babe. Cheers. Bye. Bye, love. See you bye soon. Bye. 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 Again, thank you to Christy for uh, for interrupting her uh, cocktail hour to, to speak with us. It was really a lot of fun. Um, and next, we'll hear from Marissa of the SD Gunners on Arsenal's uh, heroics in the FA Cup. Hey. Hello, hello. How are you doing? Aww. Hello. Hi, Hello, uh, Arsenal fan, Marissa. <laughs> <laughs> Scuppering our plans for the new season by winning the FA Cup. Yeah, <laughs> that was our that was our whole plan the whole time. Was it really? Yes, of course. We still finished above. We still finished above you. Luis has still got to wear a shirt for the North London uh, derby. <laughs> to wear to Zoom call? No one's gonna. No, go to actually wear. He has to next North London derby when the Bluefoots open. He has to wear it. That was the bad news. <laughs> 
gonna be never sadly yeah and you've also scuppered uh, Wolves' uh, plans of getting seventh and yeah sorry no sorry sorry. (laughs) 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 hey after our season with beginning with Emery and you know all the stupid losses that we had you know we deserve it I mean that was been a weird old season yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, what what is the shirt you're wearing, by the way? There. Um, this is Maryland Bobcats. Uh, they're in the NPSL. I won I it on Twitter. Well, yeah. so that you you've you got a bit of a habit of winning it. Yeah, it was my yeah. I won. I won two masks. I won two shirts. <laughs> I'm like, oh, I'm getting used to this thing. Your Providence, Rhode Island um, shirts, if I remember. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, we'll get into the, the Arsenal season. So, like, yeah, it started off with Emery and then mm-hmm. ended up with a <laughs> with a trophy for, yeah. for Arteta. So, yes. Marissa, how much did you find out how much they paid the referee that day? Um, just out of interest. <laughs> <laughs> mm, I don't know. I don't know. Sorry, I don't think I'm they sorry. have. I don't think they have any money considering the news that came out today. So. On the whole, then, it's a successful season, I guess? Or, I mean, you finished ninth, didn't you? So, uh, yeah. Big bad. Big bad. Yeah, we finished eighth. I, I would say successful because we won a trophy and we uh, <laughs> widened, widened the gap between us and Spurs. So, <laughs> not fine. in the league, though. Not in the league. Not in the league. <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> now you have to go through qualifying rounds to even get into. But you know what? Champions. We'll do one better than you guys and win it, okay? Oh, okay, we'll see. You want to bet on that? I'll do ten dollars with you right now. <laughs> okay. <laughs> wow. Seriously, that, that, that's just a series of bets being made. But bets being made. <laughs> I love doing these things. Honestly, yeah. it's ridiculous. I love you, Melissa. <laughs> love you too. Now, if we get to get back to the bar, then uh, we'll probably put some drinks on it too. Let's do it. Let's do it. Um, it's going to be a fun season next year. Oh, yeah, I can't wait. Joking apart, I think you've got a manager there that's... Yeah, he's relatively fresh, but he seems to um, he seems to have tightened you up a little bit. Seems to be a, a bit more steel about you, doesn't it, I think? Opinion, Marissa, on, uh, on Arteta and what you've seen. I like him a lot. Um, I think the fact that he changed Shaka, like, completely different player. Completely different from when mm-hmm. he was, like, running off the pitch, like, taking off his shirt and mad as a captain to like being really good on the pitch and like almost being the man of the match not really literally but he's you know not making mistakes and really contributing so um that's one highlight seeing that the way he's handled Ozil like I'm kind of tied to him like Ozil's been there since I started being a fan and it's just weird for him to not be on the pitch but you know if that's not going to advance us anywhere or the mental his mentality is too selfish then i don't want him on arsenal you know i love so. what he did with Granduzzi as well that he's like yeah. after that brighton incident he's like no i don't want you in my club anymore right i think yeah. what he did with him was a really he kind of overstepped the mark a little bit now you can go yeah we don't want that sort of poison in the club is that too too harsh yeah. maybe I, I don't know that mentality a little immaturity i think you know i think yeah i read stuff about material that he was like that at his other club too and that was that's basically right. his problem and then he got called up to the french team and then now he's like oh i'm big shot you know yeah. and he's not no I, I'm, I'm not sure you're going to get a player out of him i've got to say but um i, I don't know whether he's is he going to be on his way do you think that fella or 
Yeah, I hope so. They're going to sell him, hopefully. I was going to say, what do you think about William coming to your club? I remember from the first game that Arteta coached, he was in the stands, but like that complete turnaround from first half to second half, that was like a huge deal. And it's always stuck in my mind. And I've, I don't really know much about William. He's on Chelsea. I'm like, oh, well, I don't care. But if we're trusting him with the way he's uh, done, like changed Shaka, like changed basically our whole mentality, then why can't we trust him with this guy? Totally. So that's totally kind of, yeah. you know, I think a lot of people are like, well, what about him? Like, I don't know. But, you know, we have to trust him. You know, if he's done For all sure. of these changes already, um, then I trust that he's that genius. Like, <laughs> like with this board at home with like all these papers and stuff like that. And he's like, oh, that's the guy I want. And, Beautiful mind. you know, I just, I, I, yeah, we've only seen, you know, what, a couple, eight months of him, really minus three, right? Like five months of him, so. Williams actually won stuff, hasn't he? And I, yeah, I, but I think it was interesting that Frank Lampard, given the option of, like, you know, he's running down his contract, played him every chance he got, really. I, I, yeah, I, totally. Massively underrated uh, William as a player, I've got to say. Yeah, I think he'll do all right with him. Having such a young squad right now, having a couple of, like, brains that have done it, in your squad, I think is going to be really important for you. So totally, yeah. totally, I totally agree with you, Paul. Because I was actually hoping he become Spurs with like Martinelli and everything, and you know, uh, mm-hmm. although he's been injured, I think recently hasn't he? Uh, yeah, he his injury was bigger than uh, we expected, I think. Um, but Saka and <clears throat> um, Nelson, Nelson, Reese Nelson, Ainsley, okay. Maitland Niles. David Luiz, when he got extended, I was like, "What the heck is going on?" But um, I think we still need a good, uh, good core of like veterans there, you know, to He's to the, hold uh, back. Arteta's the uh, the David uh, Luis uh, whisperer, isn't he? He's kind yeah, of, uh, <laughs> that fellow, unbelievable. <laughs> yeah. Martinez uh, has done really well in goal as well, hasn't he? I was just gonna talk about that because I think they're gonna. I hope. I mean, I love Leno. I really do. Um, I think he's going to be really good on another club. Um, but I think Martinez has earned his right to be number one. So. I think so as well. He's done really well since he's come in. Mm-hmm. Taking my Spurs hat off. He seemed to, uh, it seemed to make... Uh, it seemed to um, mean a lot to him, didn't it? That uh, FA Oh, yeah. yeah. That's what you want to see, isn't it? People actually caring. And, and mm-hmm. Well, it's funny because I read it. I, I, I heard a little um, thing about Martinez. That when the lockdown started, he would get a ball, and his wife was like, "What? Why? Why? Why are you going in the garden training?" And he was like, "Because I have to be ready." So she would fire shots at him, but was terrible at doing it. Right. So he got like um, almost like a tennis machine when he would pump out the balls oh, for wow. him to dive around. And um, he's been on the point since the lockdown. So mm-hmm. his chance came, and it's good. hey, he's done a good job. Yeah. He even carries the ball out the penalty area well as well. And he, you know. <laughs> oh no. I saw oh. that. I saw. Okay. So he was out. His feet were out, but the ball wasn't out. Yeah. yeah. Spoken like a true Arsenal fan. <laughs> <laughs> um, what I've been to kind of round off, um, I've been asking like reasons to be cheerful for each club. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, yeah che- reasons to be cheerful as an Arsenal fan. Well, the main reason to be cheerful to be an Arsenal fan is Hector Bellerin, just saying. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> um, I, I think. Why. 
Uh, yeah, no, he's my favorite. No, I think um, we didn't talk about Aubameyang, and I think here's my theory. I think they're gonna si- they're gonna sign him. <laughs> they have uh, to sign him. It'll cost too much money yeah. to replace him. He is appearing in all of their um, marketing materials for their new shirts, and so I'm like, okay, you don't do that if you don't have plans to sign the guy. Yeah, like, no. he's prominent, so he's there. So Aubameyang. Arteta, those are two things, and Hector Bellerin. I don't know. I think as a whole, I wouldn't just say Hector Bellerin, but as a whole, the team seem, I mean, yes, of course, Hector Bellerin, but if I had to say, the whole team just seems to be meshing better, and I think, honestly, that Aston Villa lost, I think they lost it on purpose. I don't know. Yeah. They had a blue <laughs> foot affinity, yeah? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we send them yeah. secret messages from the blue foot. Lose right? this game so up. It's all for Chad and Simon. <laughs> yes, exactly. Exactly. They got the memo. <laughs> you know, in my head as well, I was thinking the same thing. Yeah. Come on. Do you know how hard my job is anyway? <laughs> if Villa go down, the TVs will be a bloody nightmare. <laughs> also, 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 the Villa lot—they're pretty generous, aren't they? So I can—I can imagine that they'd uh, beaten uh, Watford after that as well. So yeah. right, exactly. And that's yeah. why you lost to Tottenham, wasn't it, in the North London derby? Because yes. you knew you were going to win the FA Cup. Yeah. And he just yeah. wanted to give us a little moment of happiness. Sure, that's the case. Brilliant. Of course, um, Paul, yeah. Cool. I th- well, I don't want to keep you for any, any longer, you. And uh, but thank you. It's lovely to see you. I'm not seeing you for a little bit. So, um, also, uh, your... Um, oh, your, yeah. Uh, SD Loyal? Yeah, so I do the the weekly SD Loyal podcast called Fairweather Podcast. You can check it out um, at fair underscore pod. We're yeah. live, live on Twitter cool. and, and uh, YouTube. And they're doing all right, aren't they, at the minute? Yeah. yeah. Yes, we're so, top of the table. Days so happy right. days Fantastic and we days. can we can all root for that team and that club yes we can yes we can <laughs> yeah but i love the rivalries darling yes it does make <laughs> it, it makes fun. It fun i love you darling great to all see right. you see you bye right. thanks so much take care bye. and yeah thank you marissa um, really uh, good to see marissa um i've been working with her on the on the quiz i'm not seeing for a little while so it was lovely to see her um, and next we'll hear from James of the SD Wolves, uh, just ahead of Wolves playing in the Europa League against Olympiacos. Is my, uh, is my wife turned up yet, Rodders? Oh, I don't know. I'll there check right Look at this. Yeah, she's here now. She's here now. Say hello. It's James. <laughs> oh, there we go. So we've got Liam. Here's the go. Hi. How you doing, James? Good, mate. I'll be there in a few minutes. Happy days. <laughs> yeah, they're rendezvousing at the uh, at Thorn Street <laughs> in a few minutes' time. So that's yeah, I, I, that was wishful thinking, saying fall earlier. <laughs> I wish we could go there. My God. Yeah, no, they've been nice. How are you doing? Are you all right? So, I tell you what, cheers. Oh, yeah, I've, I've neglected to have anything. I was oh, rushing around. It's been a long day. And then I've got the Wolves game tomorrow. That's, uh, yeah, well, that's the thing. It's not really the end of your season, really, is it? Um, no, so I'm, I'm wearing this because this is the last time we won any kind of cup. Well, that's just before, <laughs> yeah, just before uh, Bolton won the, that's the Sherpa van, is it that? Yeah, 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 so I was yeah. there, yeah. I was there. Uh, that's, a, that's a long time ago, right? Oh, I... oh, no, I'm not, I'm not, I'm very stressed about tomorrow, so we'll, I'm sure we'll get into that, but uh, yeah. good to see well, you, mate. Yeah, good to see you too. It, it was like peaks and drops your restart, wasn't it, really? Like some really, like, started off like a house on fire, didn't you, really? And then... Uh, yeah, I, I, so you remember when I came on 
Congrats. Happy anniversary for last week, by the way. Oh, thank, thank you. you. <laughs> yeah, good stuff. It's a year. That's shocking, isn't it? So I, I remember coming on whenever I came on, episode whatever it was, and uh, we'd drawn a lot, and you asked me what's a good season. I, I actually went and listened to it the other day because I was like, what did I say? I can't remember. Um, and I think I, said, I think I said, like, top half and a run in a cup. So now, spooling forwards, top half beats last season's points total. So I've got to look at that as a as progression. Play Olympiacos tomorrow. <laughs> Yeah. And uh, if we win that, though, I mean, you never know, right? You've got a gambler's chance. You've got to, you've got to roll the dice. So, um, Well, if you win that, you're three games away from winning the trophy, dude. Yeah. Exactly. So I'm excited. I mean, I think it's been an up and down. So it's weird because the season kind of – I felt disappointed last week because, I mean, Rod, fair play. Beat got sixth place on goal difference. And then last season <laughs> – we. And 20 bucks. <laughs> yeah, well, I got the 20 bucks. Um, I know you did, you bastard. What an odd, what an odd bet that was. Um, so last season, seventh was good enough. And the only team that could have won the FA Cup to keep us out of Europe was Arsenal and fair play to Arsenal. So we got a North London double double kick in the what's-its there. Well, they, <laughs> I was going to say, they kind of um, pooped on us as well because we got three extra games to play now to qualify for the Europa League. Well, yes, yeah, so, so you're, um, you're where we were last year, mate, right? Oh, horrible. <laughs> I, felt, I felt a bit down about all of that. And then I thought, well, no, hang on. So let's think about this, get some perspective on it. And, and we, we did better than last year points-wise. I think performances were better. Players became better. We need to improve again. But it's cracking the top six. That's the, that's the, that's the, that we need the solution to that. And it's going to be tough next year again. But... Uh, have it's been fun, hasn't it? I think we've had fun this season. Yeah, well, I think next season's going to be great as well. I hope so, Sorry, mate. We've got, we've got bloody West Bromer back. Not, you know, I'm glad, really pleased Villa stayed up. I'm looking forward to Leeds. Fulham, who Was that today or yesterday? I can't remember. That was yesterday. Yeah. Yesterday, thank you. So, Fulham back. So, we've got a couple ex-Wolves at Fulham. So, yeah, it's going to be fun next year. Have you got your eye on anybody to sort of strengthen the squad or has Nuno got that in the bag I, already? I think it depends on – so, A, we've got to hang on to players, and, and B, then who can we attract depending on where we're at. Ruben Diaz is, keeps being mentioned, the defender, the whole sort of Jimenez to Manu, Juventus, and then um, what's the name of the guy? Paulinho coming in from Braga. So, that, that Wolves don't – Wolves do really well of keeping stuff secret till it's ready to be announced. I think we've done well. They do a good job of like keeping everything fresh too, don't they? They always bring in a few little players, like the case of Poland, subtle players, but like a few <laughs> players kind of coming in just playing dribs and drabs rather than wholesale stuff. So yeah, yeah it, and he'll keep a smaller squad, but I'd like to see him add add to it and not kind of lose players and add quality on top of what we've got because then you can see progression in the squad as well. So I don't know. It's going to be. I, I'm enjoying. What a time to be a Wolves fan. That's all yeah. I can say. Okay. Totally, mate. Totally, I totally agree with you. And. Yeah, and I reckon that this sort of like tournament thing is going to be good for you because you have been playing, haven't you, since like middle of last, you know, one, one year. Yeah. So uh, yeah. if we get so, through to the final, it'll be thirteen month season. <laughs> but we've got to, we've got to get through tomorrow first. So you yeah. just leave me alone tomorrow, either way, until after the game. <laughs> it's well, going to be. Got, uh, you've got the away goal, haven't you, James? We do, it's mate. Yeah, we do. Yeah. Their keepers, their keepers out injured. Yeah. So look at it you this never, way as well. I mean, Spurs had Olympicanos in the group in the Champions League. We drew 2-2 at their place. They came to Wild Lane. I think it was Mourinho's first, second, second game. 
they took a 2-0 lead against us at Tottenham. Really? We beat them 5-2 in the end, though. So, wow. Well, they knocked yeah. Arsenal out, didn't they, last round of the, of the yeah, Europa? Yeah. They didn't look that good. It was a last-minute goal. So I yeah. think you've got enough to take them, to be fair. So, yeah. It was the last I think. I think we have. It's if we turn up. We need to turn up yeah. tomorrow. And you will. You will. We didn't against Chelsea, which was disappointing. And then Chelsea screwed us again. So it's like a, North, like a London... Yeah. Got a good London scene too the last couple of weeks, which wasn't nice. Flip it. Chelsea, Chelsea, fucking Chelsea. <laughs> Flip it. No, so excuse my language. I'm just that FA Cup final destroyed me. It was <laughs> but you'll be editing for a while tomorrow, mate. And so yeah, well I think you've probably answered this, but yeah, you, you, uh, reasons to be cheerful for a, a Wolves fan. There's there's plenty of them, I think, isn't there? So Yeah, loads, future's bright. Um keep holding Nuno and then really the players look after themselves and if they leave it'll be big money and he'll he'll bring good talent in. We've got good yeah. young talent, Neto, Jordao, Podence now, he's on a longer-term contract. So, future's really bright. I'm, I'm excited. I just, just can't wait to get back and get to a game in person. I wonder when that'll be, right? Yeah. That's interesting. They're talking October. I've heard some rumours that Spurs are going to be the, um, the guinea pig ground because it's so new. They can do a lot of social distance in there because they've got all the systems in place already. And that's what I've heard today on the grapevine, that it might be October, that they might let 25,000 come into Spurs. Honestly, they it should will. be Wigan, really. They've been socially distancing for, for, for about 20 years there, now, so they should, should do it at Wigan. Yeah. <laughs> Hit them while they're down. Hit them while they're down. Cool. Well, I'll let you get to get down the pub then. Thank you, James, for your time. I appreciate down it. Wish us luck tomorrow. Up the Wolves. See you in a bit, Rod. <laughs> Love you, man. <laughs> Love you, man. Love you, Paulie. See you later, mate. ta Bye. Take care. Bye, everybody. Thank you, James, especially as I was interrupting um, him getting to the pub, so it was very good of him to uh, postpone that. Finally, we'll hear from Simon of the San Diego Villains about Villa's season. Hi. All right, fellas. <laughs> There's a relieved man. This is a nice surprise. I wasn't expecting to see Rod. Hello, Bowen. How are you? <laughs> I'm doing great, mate. Good to see you. Good, mate. And good to see you, dude. Congrats. Thank you, yeah. Yeah. yeah, we like to make it exciting. <laughs> How the hell did that happen, by the way? What, what, what happened there at the end of the season? I put it down to uh, unicorn dust and magic. <laughs> okay. But, uh, no, I mean, it's, uh, yeah, I, I've got to be honest, I, I, was, I was well surprised. I didn't think, uh, I thought we were doomed, you know, the, um, when, we, when we threw that game away against Everton, in, in the 87th minute or whatever, I, I thought that's it, there's no chance, you know, Arsenal yeah. next. You never know, do you? Until um, you know, the fat lady had cleared her throat, but she hadn't actually sung a note yet. It's so but, nice to be Arsenal as well on that running. Of, 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 of all the teams, right? And that, well, they did you a massive favour like throughout all of that, really, did they? With their win against Watford too. So yeah, definitely the uh, the Blue Foot Alliance was in full effect for. Uh, for those <laughs> and to be fair, I mean they they made us uh, made us wait for it when we saw those scores coming through the the Arsenal game. It was, what, what were they up? 3-0, yeah. We were sitting there watching it, and it came down to, okay, they need two goals in 45 seconds. And we right. were still sweating. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Were you able then to, to meet up um, at Shakespeare with, with the plenty down there? Yeah, yeah. In fact, um, yeah, they were fantastic for us. They, um, they only have the two TVs uh, because of the, the patio, obviously. Right. But they allowed us to bring our own telly there in the beer garden and hook it up to the Wi-Fi and, uh, and watch the game. So, yeah, we were able to get a few of us together. We had, uh, um, we had a few lads come down from L.A. because ah. it turned out we were the only place showing the Villa game 
in wow. Southern California area that where people could actually meet. So wow. it was it was a good morning, nonetheless. You know, nonetheless, it was great. It was very good. Oh, that's great. It would have been brilliant having the Arsenal game on and the uh, the Villa game on at the same time. But totally. yeah, it would have been great. And I see uh, Jack Grealish has been offered a hundred grand a week to stay with you boys. <laughs> that's the rumor. Yeah, that's the rumor. I I think it's a coin flip right now. Whether, whether he goes or not, to be honest. Yeah, I, I think you're right, yeah. In this market with the, you know, the, the, the post, well, not, it's not post-pandemic, is it? It's that we're in the pandemic. I think people aren't, teams aren't going to be willing to spend as much money as they have been. We don't have a reason to sell. We're, we're, we have very rich owners. We don't have to, to let him go, unless he forces the issue. But sure. my gut feeling is that he's, he's not that kind of guy. I, I don't think he'll, he'll force a move, to be honest. But you never know. I mean, we said that about Fabian Delph and, you know, look what happened there. <laughs> um, what happened if United get Sancho? Is, who else has been kind of like sniffing around Grealish? Has, has anyone actually sort of come out and said that they... Arsenal. Arsenal. Man U's been the main one, yeah. Then this Arsenal thing's popped up. But, I mean, I mean Arsenal can't get out of their own way right now with, you know... No, they, Sol, they, you know, they want... Making the, all these redundancies and then you know, trying to make big signings. I, I, I don't see that happening, to be honest. I really don't. As long as, yeah, as long as Grealish is uh, happy to brew up as well, he'll be able to come yeah. down to Arsenal. Uh, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> but what about all the rest of it? Because you spent quite a bit of money, didn't you, um, when you first came up uh, this season? We oh. spent, yeah, 140 mil last year. But and what a lot of people don't realise is that we had a lot of players on loan in the yeah. championship that went back to parent clubs. We only had 12 players in our squad before we spent a penny coming up last year. So it was, people kept saying, oh, they're doing a Fulham, they're doing a Fulham. But we, we had to buy players because we didn't have any players. It wasn't a case of let's, you know, sort of revamp the whole squad. It was, we need, we need bloody players. <laughs> you know? Yeah, it's a lot of money to spend and certain amount of, you know, gambling there by the ownership. But hey, you know, here we are. Of those players, was there anybody that you know you saw something about, or is it going to be a case of actually adding to the th the players you've got to improve? Um, I think we've got a decent core now. Um, post lockdown, a few players actually stepped up that were so so mediocre before. I mean, Douglas Louise, for example, he, he became an animal post lockdown, and, and he's. I don't think it'll happen this season, but I've got a feeling Man City might execute their buyback clause at the end oh. of the, this upcoming season. If he keeps up this level of play, I thought he was fantastic. You know, we've, we've been told, you know, so we hear we've got a hundred million plus um, kitty to spend, you know, right now. I don't see our ownership allowing us to be in this position again next right. season. We have responsible ownership now. They're, they're you know, they're, they're smart guys. They're outrageously rich, but they're not stupid. They're not just going to throw money and things for the sake of it. Where now that we've stayed up, I like where we are, and I feel we'll kick on. I'd like to see us comfortably mid-table next season. For me, that would be a fantastic season. A cup run, maybe, or something like that. Yeah, well, you never know. You know, Arsenal <laughs> Villa at the Blue Foot again, FA Cup final. Who knows? <laughs> yeah, I would. Uh, yeah, one hundred percent endorse that. Bolton have just bought one of your like ex youngsters, I think uh, Nathan Delafonso is it, is oh, he? Yeah, yeah, Dilla? yeah, yeah, he, yeah. He's I don't know where he went after us, but yeah, I think he's one of our was one of our academy kids, wasn't he? I think I remember yeah. him playing. I think he got a few games in the Premier League, didn't he? Never really. Yeah, and I forget back. where he. Apparently, he's one of our deadly strikers for uh, the League Two season coming up. So. Oh, is he? Oh well, uh, yeah. Good luck with that. <laughs> <laughs> Would you like to see Tabby come back, uh, Simon? From Chelsea? Yeah, that's another rumour that's been 
bouncing around. I don't think there's a lot of um, a lot behind that rumor, to be honest. Yeah, maybe to answer your question, yes, yeah. I'd love to see him. Uh, absolutely, yeah, he, he was brilliant for us in the championship. He seems to have gone downhill yeah. this second half of the season, doesn't he? Yeah, and, and he's he's obviously going to slip down the pecking order a bit now, isn't he? With oh, uh, with, with oh, Werner coming in. Yeah, um, you've got a young kid on the bench though. You're under eighteen kid. Did he come from Barcelona or something? Yeah, yeah Louis Barry was. Um, he came through the West Brom Academy. Right. And then went to the Barcelona Academy okay. somehow. I don't really know the story there, but I mean, obviously they saw something. And then, um, and yeah, we ended up signing him sort of middle of last season. And everything I hear about him is positive. But like, I mean, it's an 18 year old. You, you don't know what you're getting. But, you, know, uh, you know, who knows? I mean, you know, Grealish was 18 once and, and that worked out. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's um, usually what I've been doing is like, signing off with. Uh, Reasons to be cheerful for a Villa fan. I, I, I mean, you're in the Premier League, so that there's one, I suppose. There's one, yeah. <laughs> I mean, but yeah, it, it sounds sounds pretty positive, really. I right? yeah. I mean, generally, generally, you know, most Villa fans I, I talk to, or, or sort of, yeah, we all feel pretty positive. I think, to be perfectly honest, myself, and I think a lot of Villa fans were had were at peace with us going back down. I, I, you know, we had that conversation sort of just before we, we kicked back on after lockdown. And um, I think that's what I said to you. Um, you know, I don't really see where our points are coming from, but you never know. We're sort of planning mentally for, for being back down and what are we going to do to, you know, to, to get back up again and what changes are we going to make? So I almost feel like this is gravy, to be honest. I, I really didn't, uh, until we got those three points of Arsenal, I, I, I didn't see funny old game, innit? It is a funny game. <laughs> happy Chad, happy life, I think. is. There you uh, go, yeah. yeah. Sure. And happy me with the streaming. Exactly. Yeah, you were pricing up all sorts of streaming things, weren't you? But oh God Almighty, make my life a lot easier. So, but yeah, I mean, to to get to your point, I mean, I, I think I do feel that there's you know a certain amount of reasons to be positive as as a Villa fan going into the next season. Good. Um, you know, it, and it's going to be interesting to see where we spend our money over the next few weeks. Uh, the big rumor right now is. Um, is the, the two strikers from Brentford, obviously, that, uh, you know, reuniting them with, with Dean Smith. He, he managed them when he was Brentford uh, yeah, manager. So, yeah, the, the joke going around right now is it'd be cheaper for us just to buy Brentford instead of, <laughs> you know, buying a couple of players. But, uh, I'd, uh, yeah, I'd, I'd, be, I'd love to see Ben Rama with us. But going back to what Rod said, yeah, I mean, if, if Tammy was even an option, I'd have him back in a heartbeat, yeah. Fantastic. Yeah. Cool. All right. Thank you, Simon. I really appreciate your time. And, uh, yeah, no problem. Good, good to, to see you. Buddy. All right, and hopefully uh, once again, well, hopefully we'll see each other uh, in the flesh soon. And I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm dying for a pint of Bluefoot. I'm dying to serve you. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. <laughs> All right, All right. Lads, cheers. Cheers, Simon. Cheers, Take buddy. care. Bye see bye. you later. Well, again, thank you so much, everybody, for being willing to do that. Really appreciate your time. And uh, yeah, that was a lot of fun to catch up with everybody, see people's faces. A lot of fun was had. We'll take a quick break there and then we'll come back with any other business. All right, uh, let's just finish off with any other business. Uh, congratulations, I thought, first of all, for Harrogate Town, who made it into the Football League for the first time. They won in the playoffs a few days ago. Bolton actually will be playing Harrogate. And that's a really lovely away day. I, I'm quite jealous of... Uh, <laughs> I would definitely go to that, you know? <laughs> Betty's Tea Shop. Yeah, down, down to the game. Fantastic. Thing. Oh, yeah, yeah. Delicious place. <laughs> a shout out for Ledley King, uh, local koozie giver from San Diego. He's, um, 
It's finally been announced today that he is a first-team assistant coach. All-round legend. Stayed with the right club. Didn't leave, if you know what I mean. Talking about another centre-half we had. That's what you can achieve, Saul. You could have been a, you could have been a coach at Tottenham. But yeah, I see him as a future manager as well at Spurs. Very generous with his koozies, that one. He, he was, wasn't he? <laughs> Not a euphemism. That's uh, yeah, an actual statement of fact. When Spurs came to San Diego a couple of years ago and they did the fan uh, meet-up thing, Downtown, <laughs> you <laughs> well, you so sort of bellowed over at poor Ledley to say, "Can you, <laughs> can you get us a koozie?" Like, Ledley, uh, can I have a koozie? Ledley, Ledley, to do with his life. Blimey. Anyway, <laughs> we just find the, the guy from Southampton as well. Another Tottenham-related though. Um, Hoiberg, I think, is it? Yeah. yeah, yeah, the Danish guy. So um, he's come. 20 million plus add-ons. What, what's going on with um, Lieber, by the way? Why is he not leaving it to the last absolute pick seconds to be like signing Hoiberg? Uh, First day of the, <laughs> the window, what's going know, on? Right? It's kind of scary, isn't it, Paul? Makes me wonder what <laughs> is going to go on now. Potch is really happy with that, isn't he? <laughs> yeah. It's like, well, really? Okay. I kick it oh, he's got his fancy man, Mourinho, at the club now, hasn't he? You know what I mean? He's dazzled by Mourinho, so it's like, yeah, he's got to show off now and spend some money. Yeah, nice one, Levy. And it's just been announced as well that Premier League have not taken up the option of having five subs next season. So, uh, yeah, it's going to revert back to three. That levels the playing field a wee bit, I think, doesn't it, for every... Yeah, I didn't like that coming in. Um, I think the water breaks are still going to take place. I can actually see that being used as an ad break as well. It's a good way to get... Yeah, the water break brought to you by Lexus. I can already see on NBC. So, yeah. I don't mind the water break, actually. It gives the coaches a little bit of time as well. Oh, the, the fellow that was commentating on the playoff final uh, was absolutely beside himself at how annoyed he was about the, uh, the, the water breaks. I find it the most boring conversation ever. Let them have a break, for goodness sake. A heads up for next week. I did mention that we are going to do some sort of um, awards due. So, if you do have any kind of categories that you feel have not been recognised by the regular end-of-season awards, please let us know and we can uh, include those in our uh, end-of-year awards. It's not It's not going to be kind of best player, blah 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 It's going to be kind of uh, sort of silly stuff. So if you do have any um, awards that you feel need to be uh, uh, handed out, please let us know. We'll try and include those. Anything else, Rod, do you have for us? Got nothing. <laughs> Absolutely nothing. Yeah, it Bugger all, mate. But no, I think we've covered most things there, haven't we? And as you said, it was fun talking to everybody in the uh, supporters group this week. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, it was great. Brilliant. Get in contact, footyfromthefoot at gmail.com. And uh, yeah, suggestions for our uh, award ceremony, especially well-received. Spotify, iTunes, Google Play, and now Overcast, uh, as well as SoundCloud for previous podcasts. Please tell some friends if you're so inclined. Thanks to David Sankster, my pal, uh, for the theme tune and the outro that you're about to hear. Uh, you can follow him on at one in 20 Parkinson's. You are still able to um, support your bartenders in these weird times. Um, if you click on bluefootbar.com, you can tip virtually on there and also buy the T-shirts. All proceeds of which go to the servers. And uh, yeah, I think that just about does us. <laughs> Thank you, dear listener. And uh, yeah, let's do this again next Thursday. Bye-bye.